Do you like it? Yes, ace. <laughs> We've got to call it something. Well, uh, we've got to call this something, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. This is, this is, this is, we've got to call it something, I'm Richard. And here's Tom. Hello, Tom. Hello, Richard. Hello there. Yeah, we've started off with the tune. Change the tune. You can change the tune, but I knew you would like it. Like um, That tune's called Rude, Rude House Beeps. <laughs> and uh, it's all recorded off like ZX Spectrums, you know, the old computers that used to exist. Uh, yeah, well, no, not really, but we'll around, just say, yeah. Around about the same time as the Commodore 64, but before the Amiga really got going. I remember, no, I don't remember the Amiga. The first thing I remember is uh, the Atari Lynx, I think. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure where that fits in. It's not a computer, it's like a handheld Game Boy kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, I might be thinking of Atari, maybe there's no such thing as Amiga. What, 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 is Amiga a computer brand? I think I it know. might be, but it's like a PC thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I about, like, handheld games shit. Right, well, anyway, uh, I, I, I love that tune. That was suggested by my mate, Adam Webb. Adam, thank you for the suggestion. I really like that tune. And as, as predicted, uh, Tom didn't like it. <laughs> Well, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Do -do. Do -do 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 -do. I think it's pretty impressive to make a tune of that caliber just using the beeping noises that computers make. You know, well, it does sound exactly like shit on computers. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Okay, I enjoyed it. There's, more, there's some more of your stuff coming up later. I didn't. I very much appreciate your suggestions. It's great to interact with our listeners. Our many, many listeners who are always get constantly getting in touch with us all the time, uh, asking us to do things, and usually we just don't bother. Even if it's someone really famous like Brad Pitt or whatever, you know what I mean? But uh, we'll, we'll do that for you. And we'll play another one, another one of your tunes will come on. At least one more will come Brad on. Brad Pitt getting well, Ryan Reynolds. Brad Pitt, Ryan Reynolds. It might have been Ryan, Ryan Pitt. <laughs> Ryan Pitt. Brad Reynolds, one of them cunts, you know, from down the garage. Um, the 24 hour garage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I, we've got this, this tune that's on now, this is Charles Bradley. And this is great. It is. Well, do you ever watch his documentary about him? I didn't, but I remember speaking to you about him last week because I'd, I'd heard this track and a couple of others. They just pop up, Spotify suggests stuff you might like, and sometimes it's right, often it's not. Uh, but or you've already heard the track and you're just bored with it. But this, I thought the production sounded kind of like traditional, but like if you were recording on modern equipment. But I decided on balance that this was old. But I don't think it is. It's not. It's about 2009 or yeah, something. I think I think, it's, yeah. uh, the Band is the Menahan Street Band. Mm. All sides that Dapton Records. It's definitely post two thousand anyway. Yeah, Sharon Jones is mm. uh, Lee Field as well. Yeah. Anti Palace. But yeah, this guy he sort of languished in obscurity for a long time, and now he's uh, well, he's dead now. I didn't realize he died. Yeah. He, he looked he looked quite old-ish. You know, black American soul singers. Life expectancy is not usually great. You know, um, well, many, many musicians, you know, but you, you, know, you know what I mean? He looked like he'd, uh, he'd had a rough ride. I didn't realise he was dead though. Yeah, so that documentary, I don't know where that came out, maybe about 10 years ago. I think it was called like, the cool. Fly, the something singing, roaring, roaring, shouting eagle of America or something. Yeah. It's really good, uh, but yeah, unfortunately he did die a few years back. I feel quite sad. I'll tell you what it was, I was listening to Sugar Yotis, you know, Strawberry Letter 23, that guy. He's got some really good tunes too. I was listening to him and... That's when uh, Charles Bradley got thrown up, thrown into my uh, my. Now you're throwing up. Yeah, no, Bert, Bertman and Belchin and all sorts. <coughs> That's when I first uh, heard him. He's fantastic. This tune, "Stay Away," 
I don't really know what it's about, but it's, it's about staying away, I guess. Yeah, but, but who? Who's staying away? What, what's... No, well, so I think maybe someone isn't staying away and he's shouting, and he stay away! Yeah, I've, I've listened to all of the words, you see, not just those two. And, I, about and I'm not sure what it's about, that's Rob all. Rob Harris or... It could be Eric about. Blair. It could easily be about. Stay away! Jimmy Savile, yeah. Yeah, what is tune about? Uh, crazy English motherfucker called Jimmy Savile. Because <laughs> he's a pedo. It could have been about. Um, what do you call him? Planet Rock, Africa Bombarder. Yeah. Ah. Who else? Could have been about any of them, I guess. Yeah, anyway, all I'm saying is I don't really know exactly what it's about, but I find the. But you listen to all the words you said. Mm, I, I still don't know. I don't think I'm supposed to be able to just grasp it immediately. I think it's deliberately enigmatic. Uh, but I like it a lot. Right. I like the way it makes me feel when I listen to it. I enjoy music for that reason. Mm. This is a band called... Well, we'll talk about something else in a minute, but... <laughs> this is a band called Morgan Delt. And then I don't know much about these, but uh, I've been listening to them for a while because, again, they got chucked up when I was listening to something else on uh, on the old Spotify. And I, I was like, this is really good. This, this, this tune's called uh, The System of a Thousand Lies. So it's very appropriate given the uh, political climate on both sides of the Atlantic at the moment. I would, I think, you'll agree. They've got another one called "I Don't Want to Know What's Happening Outside," which is exactly how I feel every single day. Right. <laughs> it's Sorry good, about that. It's a good <laughs> No, you know what I mean. We just like saturate. Twitter, Twitter is so horrible. Like, if you ever look at Twitter in the That's morning? Not outside, though, is it? Yeah, but it's describing things that are happening outside. Not do you, necessarily. Do you ever look at it, say, in the morning and think, why did I do that? Why why am I torturing myself? You're there for about 10 minutes going, surely I'm going to see something that at least makes us laugh. And you don't, you just see more and more horrible shit. I don't know, like, the past week I haven't been able to see much because uh, I got banned for basically imploring people to murder Tories. Mm, yeah, it was a perfectly reasonable thing to implore for guys me. You know, I mean, if, if they're allowed to literally kill people through, yeah. like, starvation, uh, you know, so-called universal credit, whatever, you know, if, if they're allowed to bring about people's deaths, and Pretty Patel's got people who work for her trying to kill themselves, which is, again, something that's true, and just because she's such a cow, then, yeah, why shouldn't we say nasty things? Is that some racist slur, because India and cows? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, no, maybe subconsciously, yeah. Yeah. Mate, but not on purpose. I would never do that on purpose. I've got no beef with cows. <laughs> <laughs> I would never bring them into it. Uh, and I, I wouldn't have done that. I mean, I suppose I might have done it, but I was really drunk. And I was going, oh, get this. Here's a Hindu reference. But uh, no, it wasn't. I didn't mean like that. I think she's a Hindu anyway, is she? She's just a cult. I don't, I don't know. I, I think Patel, yeah, I think she probably is. Well, the, the, the surname doesn't... No, it, it, me, uh, no, it's, it's not a guarantee, no, but I think a lot of Patels are Hindus. Yeah, but I, I don't know, I just wouldn't think a, a Hindu would be as much of a cunt as... Uh, but then again, Modi, this cunt's Modi in India, no, I mean, obviously... Oh yeah, true, actually, they're yeah, nationalistic no, what, what, about the, what about those Buddhists that were murdered in the Rohingya? Um, oh yeah, in Myanmar. Muslims in uh, Myanmar, exactly. Uh, I'm not, you know, you don't go like, oh well, there you go, Buddhists are all cunts now. But like it turns out, there's just as many country wild Buddhists as there are other types yeah, of Yeah, true. Apparently. It would appear, it would appear, and then you've got your atheists and a lot of them are country. In fact, human beings generally... I think that is the, uh, just a bit the main shitty. thing, isn't it? They're just a bit shitty, aren't they? Oh, oh well. Do you want to hear more about this particular tune that's just come out? <laughs> might, as well, might as well keep it going. This is, um, you can hear the drums rumbling in the background. This is a dude called Art Blakey. He was a band leader and the drummer in uh, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, who were on Blue Notes. 
I don't know much about jazz, as I may have mentioned a few times before, but there's a lot of stuff going around about Blue Note at the minute, because it's, I don't know what it is, not the centenary, surely, but it's the anniversary of the founding of the label. As you know, uh, a hip-hop producer we like Mad Libs recently, last couple of years, done some uh, reworkings of Blue Note yeah, stuff. Yeah. A lot of the time, very subtle, just just putting a beat to it, maybe syncopating it a little bit, but, uh, but good stuff. Blue Note's everywhere, because they've got all these uh, releases out, there's album that's been plugged to fuck on six music uh which is like modern interpretations of cover versions of what are various blue note stuff i can't remember exactly what the case is but it's a big big week big it's a big anniversary anniversary of some shit for blue note right so anyway i got listening to art blakey because uh, people recommended people know a lot more about jazz than me said yeah check this out the album's called morning now uh, one of the tunes on it's called morning it's got it's got several tunes i'm going to listen more well, it's dead good, and this, this is particularly good. I, I like this a lot. And I think it's cool that the band leader was a drummer. I'm not, I'm not, it's not unique. Oh, it's happened at other times too, uh, but he, he's really enjoying it. Can't think of any. Well, Charlie Watts out of Rolling Stones. His like little side project is a busy big band. You know, like Glenn Miller's like, you know, he was a jazz dude from the olden times, like a big jazz orchestra. If you like a big, we call it big band. I think. The jazz people. He's a drummer. Charlie, nice. Watts, Charlie Watts a drummer out the Rolling Stones. His real passion is that kind of jazz. Not necessarily what we're listening to at the minute. Maybe not quite Blue Note, because he's quite old. He probably knows something a bit, bit more trad. But yeah, there's other examples. I can't think of any other examples. Trevor McDonald was a drummer in uh, The Wailers. Yeah, that's the original Wailers before the, uh, before the famous. So he was made with Bunny Whaler and with Bob. <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was the original drummer. Um, then he would tour in England. <laughs> totally not true. It is. He would tour, <laughs> he would tour in England, so UK tour, and then uh, Trevor. He doesn't even sound like he's from uh, the West Indies. Trevor well, not anymore. He did then. He was in England for a long time before you knew him. He practiced really hard when he came yeah, to um, well, So he was on this UK tour, and then. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, he, he somehow became a journalist. <laughs> Did you want to read the news? He's like, yes. Yeah. And then the rest is history, yeah? Yeah. He is definitely from the Caribbean, though. Mm. I think it's it's not Jamaica, though. It's uh, <coughs> somewhere. St. Kitts? Should we guess? That's where Eartha Kitts from, is that well, right? What? Who? Eartha Kitts, you have a jazz singer. All right. Okay. <laughs> so where, where do you think... Ryan slang as well. Where do you think Trevor McDonald's from? I don't know. Uh, after I thought maybe after, but that, I remember him a couple of It's years quite ago. a broad spectrum. But, it is, it's, but it's different to the Caribbean, isn't it? So yeah, but I didn't say. I said St Kitts. That was my guess. All right, I think he's he's from um, Angola. <laughs> Good Portuguese name he's got there, isn't it, McDonald? Mm. Um, no, he's from. Trinidad and Tobago. Is he? Well, there you yeah. go. San Fernando. Well, that makes sense if he was in the Whalers, as you say. Uh, it made perfect sense. Just like everything else we say on this show. It's, have you uh, got an agenda of some, some Well, terms. I wrote some stuff down, but it's a bit, uh, it's a bit politics-centric. I was doing it last night. I was a little bit pissed. Uh, and I, yes, yeah, so I've got things I want to talk about. I don't know if I want to cover them all. Because it's too, a bit too politicsy. Is that really who we are? I don't know. My, my only agenda point was going to be the Black Peters in uh, in Old Holland. Do, you have you have the floor, right? So tell, I think tell, it was tell, last just, weekend. Uh, well, first of all, we really need to set the scene. What 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 are the Black Peters? In the Holland? little um, 
white people who paint themselves black. Basically, like a minstrel show, uh, and they act like little helpers to uh, Saint Nicholas, who's like a holy person. Yeah, like also like one of the inspirations for the Santa Claus. Sort of, yeah. Like in Holland, they they, they celebrate Sinterklaas instead of uh, Christmas. Although they do both now, but the fifth of December is like Sinterklaas Day. In about two weeks or three weeks leading up to that, he, he turns up in a steamboat. Apparently from Spain, even though I think I think the original Saint Nick was uh, Turkish or something, or Palestinian, something like that. Yeah, well, um, you've got all the details. Yeah, he's got a steamboat, uh, comes from Spain, with all these little, <laughs> like, slave helpers, and they, like, throw sweets to all the kids. Yeah, so um, they, but the slave helpers are uh, in blackface. Like, yeah, they're in blackface, they've got, like, curly hair, they've got big red lips, golden mm. hooped earrings, uh, and, yeah, they just help this old, white, powerful guy. Mm. Uh, Sounds a bit racist. It does it? a bit, but the Dutch people are saying no, it's just a tradition, and they've all Dutch people. Oldest? Not all, no. Apparently, uh, it's enough of them to be a pain in the ass. I think in the last few years, a lot of them are still like, no, this tradition, fuck off. Uh, I think this year, for the first time ever, they did a poll, and the majority of Dutch people said, no, let's just stop let's doing not this. Do it. Yeah, well, maybe just just have a year off. Yeah, but the minority yeah. are still like kicking off like mad. Yeah, there is, there is a somewhere down south. I think it's in Cornwall or somewhere. Don't quote me, but in in England, yeah. there's a similar tr- tradition. I'm not sure if it's at Christmas time, but they they do they do yeah they do it all, all they do it all over the place. I think they do it in Spain as well. Um, yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Anyway, it all kicked off last weekend in uh, Maastricht, somewhere down south in Holland. Mm-hmm. So there was like a protest by this organisation called Kick Out Black Pete. There's about 50 of them there, I think, like peaceful protests, and yeah. then about 200 fucking inbred hooligans to no! keep your hands off our gollywogs and yeah. start rioting. Yeah. Of, all the thing, of all the traditions to get hung up on, it's like, no, this one's really important. It's like, yeah. well, it's, they is, say, oh, is it's, it just because you're racist, though? You know? it's, no, it's like a children's tradition, blah, blah, blah. And they're not, they're not black-faced, they're, they're black because... Uh, Oh yeah, this thing. Because of all the soot from yeah, the Yeah, they, they go, no, they come down the chimney leading up to the 5th of December. All right. They put, uh, you put a carrot or something in the shoe and put it underneath uh, your, your chimney. That's paralyzing the black people. That, then it, there you go, there's the, a the, the little helpers come the down the chimney, put a present in the shoe, take the carrot and give it to the, the horse of all the rain. No, I think it's a horse he's got. Oh, a right. white horse, of course. On the roof. I don't know, the fucking horse probably outside. I don't know why the... Why he comes down the chimney. And it makes the hair curly and the lip massive as well. <laughs> yeah, like it's the same, oh, they've got black face because it's a soot from the chimney. Right. But, but why then? Yeah. Have they got curly hair and, yeah. and red lips? Why, and, why all the hardline spoons of it so yeah. fucking racist? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, uh, yeah fuck them. Yeah. Not, not the black peats. Uh, well, actually, yeah, fuck them. But yeah, fuck the tradition. Yeah, yeah, it just seems like one of them traditions you could probably live without. Like yeah. you said, just give it one year where they don't do it, and I'm sure everyone will be fine. I think they're trying to do it now. They've got uh, rainbow pizzas instead of black pizzas. More gay ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Just in case people thought I had a problem with that. No, well, if they, 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 they enslaved uh, gays, it's still bad, isn't it? Well, I suppose so, yeah. But, I mean, you know, rainbows, it's a happy, happy colourful <laughs> sort of idea. Yeah, right? true. Anyway. Um... <laughs> they're only really gay because they got stuck in the chimney. And, <laughs> Started accidentally, uh, whatever, you know. Uh, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that, I, I think I agree with it. it. Sounds like a big pile of shit. Not much of a tradition, if you ask me. I think you should, should stop it. Not ban it, just like. They can do it, just, it. just maybe not have them blacked up. Hmm. can still give kids sweets and presents. Sounds a bit pedo It does also sound a bit pedo <laughs> now, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Well, uh, this track that's just come on now, I'm going to do this all the way through, yeah. I think. Every time a new track comes on, I'll just interrupt you and just tell, tell you what it is. I heard this on the radio to the day. Did you? You heard Goody Mob on the radio? No, I didn't. I, heard... I think I sent you this one. You know what? I got this mixed up with another track. Right at the start, it sounded like another track that I put on, right. which is not this one. This is Goody Mob anyway. I've only just discovered them. You've been in them for a while. Uh, uh, this what I can't even remember the name of this track now. It's uh, Amazing Grays. So not Grace, like G R A Y S. Wonder what that's about. I should listen to the words a bit more carefully. Yeah. Anyway, they're dead good there from Atlanta, uh, where some other good hip hop is from. They're notably Outkast, mm. especially early Outkast. Although I, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Andre 3000 and below, but I find Big Boys. You know, there's a double album where they both did hard, you know, yeah, an album each. Speaker Box. And I find Speaker Box, well, it's, it's good, it's very slick. I think it's a bit overproduced. Yeah, uh, I like it though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I prefer the, the first three, I think, three albums of Outcast, or was it? ATLM's Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music. That's and my favourite so far. What's the other one? I can't remember. The one with Miss Jackson on, innit? No, that's, uh, that was Stanconi, that was the fourth one. Oh, so right. it's Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music, that plays ball on it. Then you had ATLM's, and you had. Fuck's sake, the one with Chonky Fire and Spotty Otty Dope on. I know that tune, I can't remember the name of the album. Anyway. Aye, they're dead good, and also Run The Jewels, who aren't strictly speaking my cup of tea all the time, although I really like Killer Mike. I, I, actually, I really like LP as well, not necessarily because of your production style, which I find a little bit... I know, yeah. just not quite my, my thing, oh, he's talented. And I, I like I like some Run The Jewels stuff. There's this tune he did with DJ Shadow, which is on this playlist. That we're listening to today as well. Uh, nobody move. I think nobody move. Nobody get hurt or whatever. Nobody it might be nobody speak. God, I'm rubbish. You're thinking of that Paris song. No, that's got similar uh, refrain. Yeah. It's like just the lyrics are a little bit similar in, in one point, and the rhythm is a little bit similar as well. But no, anyway, this DJ Shadow and one of the Jules tracks dead good. They're from Atlanta. Yeah. Well, what uh, are they? Uh, I think LP is, isn't it? No, Killer Mike. Killer Mike, exactly. These uh, they're, they're all linked to uh, organised noise. And Dungeon Family. Yeah, which are crews, uh, which a lot of Atlanta people. Anyway, so we've got Goody Mob on today, and I'm looking forward to listening to their stuff more. I've been listening to this album, which is... This is the new one. Survival Kit. First album is the best, uh, Soul Food. So I this thought, track is off the, the newest album that was released really? last week. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that. I, I didn't realise it. Anyway, I liked it when I heard it. I thought it was off one of the earlier records. I've been listening to... There's another track by these, uh, Beautiful Skin. Where oh. Still standing the second. Yeah, well, that's the one I've been listening to the yeah. most, and uh, I really like it. Really like it. Well, we like hip hop on here. That's not news to anyone, I'm sure. But there are some other tracks. Other yeah, did you ever watch the? Did you watch that? Oh, you couldn't find it. Could you the documentary? Uh, no, apparently on, it used to be on Netflix, but it's not anymore. Yeah, the art of organised noise. So they were like the three producers who sort of discovered uh, Outcast and Goody Mob. Yeah. And then I think they had this Dungeon Family thing. So then Killer Mike was linked to that. Uh, who else? Of all sorts. Anyway, yeah, he didn't watch it, so we can't really talk about that. that that's that's true. We we cannot. But I'm. Uh, I realise I've already just scratched it. I mean, in, in terms of music generally and hip hop generally, I'm only really scratched the surface. I'm, I'm not a hell of a lot more than I used to about different uh, offshoots of hip hip hop. But uh, I, especially with Atlanta, I've, I realised I've slept on Goody Bob, but that's. Crazy because they're yeah. fucking, they're really good, really good. 
And I recommend that anyone listening who thinks they might enjoy a bit of hip-hop should listen to that. I think the more recent Atlanta stuff, I've always associated that with fucking like Little John and shit like that, that crunk music, what they called it. Yeah, Which well, I hated. Yeah, in, in a club sometimes it's, they sound well, good. Like, the Outcast and Goody Mob organised noise sort of sound, that wasn't sort of typical southern yeah. sound really, it had its own... You've got, you can tell where they're from, they've got that yeah, draw. Yeah, yeah. They've got that draw. You know, the style, the lushness, the richness of the production on the early Outcast records oh, yeah. is just incredible. But it's a little bit more focused than what come, come later with, you know, Speaker Box, as I said, it's good, but it, it, it's... I think Speaker Box and Love Below and that, I don't think that was organised noise anymore. Yeah. They were I think main, from Stanconia main, onwards, I think the... They were mainstream by then. Using different producers. Uh, I probably, that sounds about right. But yeah, just the sheer richness and just the precision, like Andre 3000 is such a great MC. Yeah. But, if, big boy, though. but if I'd only listened to well, yeah, Big Boy, like, I kind of expected it to be good because Speaker Box is mainly rapping. Yeah. But Love Below, which is what first really drew my attention, I was very late adopted. Right, Love yeah. Below, it's Andre's singing more than anything. There is some rapping. But uh, you don't get a sense of what an incredibly fucking precise yeah, and yeah. gifted rapper he is. That's what maybe. But, not like outcast, the more recent outcast stuff mm. as much because he, although he was good at what he was doing, yeah, he was such a good rapper on the first three records. I was like, I yeah. want that, yeah. Back. I mean, to, to be fair, he went mainstream, went pop, he had like a fucking global smash of his well, yeah, I can't blame him. He, 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 didn't, he didn't miss the target, he hit exactly what he was aiming for, yeah. But it's worth digging back into those early releases because he's such a fucking great rapper, yeah. And I didn't realize until I started, you know, paying a bit closer attention to the early stuff. Oh, well, well, there you go. Listen to, listen to more Atlanta hip-hop. I, I know I will. Uh, this track now is by The Walkman. It's called We've Been Had. It's a bit like... We've, could, we've got to call it something. We could, well, no, it could be about Brexit, couldn't it? You know, we, we've been had. It was written quite a long time before Brexit, but it could easily be about that. Well, a chorus could, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I could Stay Away by Charles Bradley. It's Boris Johnson's... Yeah. Or Pretty Patel's shouting at the... the Dying, fucking drowning refugees. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's true. Or it could just be about COVID in general. Yeah. You know, you're coming through really, really well on this uh, connection, by the way, this remote internet uh, conversation. Yes, it's good, isn't it? It's, it's good. great. Yeah, cheers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think mm. this is a goody mob again, isn't it? It should be on there. Maybe it's not on shuffle. But I think it is on shuffle. Oh, that's, that's coincidence. Cause so this is that beautiful skin that we're on about. There's only two tracks. Oh yeah, no, we've had a track in between anyway. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. Talking anyway. nonsense, I've been talking absolute nonsense. What else did you want to talk about? So, oh, Goody Mob's actually on here. Atlanta Hip Hop, we've done both of them. Yeah. Um, what's this? Bottles of Piss Twitter Hope. Oh, right. Uh, I don't know, bottles, I was a bit drunk, but I was going to do, I decided not to do it, but I was going to do like... Piss in a bottle. You know, because we've been on lockdown. Obviously, I've been in going to work because I'm a key worker. I'm not a, not a, a pussy, so I'll just get out there and I'll I'm joking. But um, I was going to pretend that in, during lockdown, I've been like, you know, Howard Hughes. You ever seen The Aviator? The Aviator's oh. uh, Scorsese film. Leonardo DiCaprio plays uh, Howard Hughes, who was a very impressive, not to say quite mental figure. He was he, he designed aeroplanes. He also produced... Hence The Aviator. Yeah, and he also produced uh, huge uh, budget, very, very successful Hollywood movies, like uh, action stuff, like stuff with like fighter, fighter planes. He's taking cameras up in, in planes, which people had never done before. He's like pioneering new cinematic. Like, you are right. No, I'm burping like fuck. 
I wouldn't do it far soon as well, but, but um, I feel a bit roby to be honest with you. Still catching up with us, getting old. But uh, yeah, but one, he was a bit mental, and he he'd, he'd go through periods. It was almost like a, you know, like when you what, what do you call it? Uh, manic manic depressive. So when he, when he was manic, he was incredibly creative. I don't think it was quite as simple a diagnosis as that, but let's just roll with that. And when he was depressed, he was depressed. But he, he'd look himself in his, in his apartment, and he'd literally have, he was obsessed with hygiene, especially when he was in one of his mental phases, and and monitoring his health and... OCD. And yeah, just like, as I say, like weighing in bottles and just like lining them That's up. not very hygienic. Yeah, I know, but it's... Something to do with his obsession about his piss, his health. Yeah. Oh, so he could like look at his piss. And, oh, that's healthy piss. Yeah, that it, it was just the ultimate hoarder, like not throwing anything away, not even his own bodily waste. You know, what like, to do with his feces. I, I think they cut that that scene out of the film, and I'll have to leave that to the imagination. But they, uh, they make he, that into the human centipede. But he he literally have like uh, his own wee in bottles, just like strewn about the place in his in his, uh, in his apartment. If people come around to see him, like, no, it's like, Jesus, what's that? So I threw three bottles of piss. So I was going to pretend that during lockdown I'd, I'd turn into a sort of basket case, like Howard Hughes type thing. Right, okay. And then I was going to say, like, I'll buy me bottles of piss. Like, he's doing what's the Is that what I've been drinking? Yeah, yeah, no, not really. Um, but then I thought, no, that won't, won't, probably won't work as a joke, so. No, it didn't. That's, I decided not to do it. But then in classic, we've got to call it something style. I have actually still done it as well. As well as saying I'm not going to do it, I've done it. That's, uh, that's how we roll. That's how we roll, man. Right, what else have we got? Oh, yeah, the um, twi- Twitter hope, Twitter despair. Oh, yeah. I, I retweeted a thread on Twitter, which was really mundane and boring, but the only reason I, I did it, what it was, like, someone had, someone from CNN, like, some half-decent American TV journalist, you know, CNN, but, you know, that's probably as good as you're going to get in America mainstream news channel like uh, they, they'd said like like trump's completely being illegal and uh his advice of people who were taking stuff into court were saying well no no we're not going to discuss what evidence we've got how dare you ask and he said well this is like page one chapter one if you've got a case then you must have evidence and this woman had replied well where did you get your law degree and like everyone's and then i thought i'm going to read the replies to this and it's going to be loads of like maga like republican Dimwits like her, all going, yeah, yeah, CNN's fake news, and I, look, I, I, I can't, I can't look, I can't look, but I looked, and actually it turned out all but like one or two of the replies, and there was sixty odd, was all like normal people like you or me, saying with varying degrees of rudeness or politeness to this woman, look, you're out of your fucking mind, like he's he's telling you the truth here, you're nuts. And it was just a pleasant surprise because you, yeah, usually you go on one of those reply threads and you it's get just like, well, yeah, because you, 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 you call someone a fucking con and you be dying. The, you know, the first dozen replies are like fucking Nazi, Republican, fucked up old Trump supporters. Uh, and it wasn't like that. It was like, well, it made us feel as if like, there wasn't some normal people out there. Yeah, I've not experienced anything like that. I think the main thing I've seen on Twitter recently is uh, people crying about a black family being on the Sainsbury's advert. Oh, Christ, yes. Oh, point out, like, why, why are you so fucking pissed off at this? Like, you're misrepresented. Yeah. But you're happy with the fucking, is it Aldi or Lidl? Where there's a family of carrots <laughs> and a singing hedgehog. Yeah. That, that's more representative of yeah, you, well, is it? No, that, that hedgehog You've got more affinity to this carrot and more, that, that's more of a kinfolk to well, you, is it? The, the hedgehog was, you know, got a white, white voice. 
And the carrots, well, they were definitely white carrots, like Caucasian it could, it carrots. Could have been, it, could, it could have been the guy from, sorry to bother you, putting on a white voice, to be fair. It could have been. Once have they been. find out those carrots yeah. have got black voice actors, yeah. oh my God. Do you know, and Little did one, like, just, like, mildly taking, taking the mickey. Up. I like, Little's my favourite one so far, just because... It, I don't, I don't rate these adverts. You know, you know, I don't, I don't, I've not seen the John Lewis one. I don't want to. I never will. I'm never, you know. But here's the thing: the little one's quite funny because there's a bit where it's just like carrot, and it looks like it might sort of have a face. It's just like oh yeah, and he gets and like, he gets soft, yeah, yeah. And I like that. I yeah. like that. That's my favourite one so far. Uh, yeah, I do hate the uh, Asda guy. Not yeah. not because I'm racist, he's just an annoying fucking yeah, cunt. Incredibly annoying. I'll Google who he was uh, today. I swore I wasn't going to do it, but it's like, well, why are they giving this job to him? Like, he can't even talk. He's inbred as fuck. <laughs> he's really annoying. And what does uh, he even say? What's that thing? He's like, pocket up, pocket up. What, what does he even say? Pocket tap. It's, pocket tap, yeah, right? No, it's like, because well, as, as the adverts for at least 10 years, if not longer, have had... Oh, this is beautiful tunis. Anyway, sorry, I'll, I'll get back to it. You have the, like, the end, like, the customer's, like, patting the back pocket and jingling the change, because they've got loads of change, because that's just very no one pays price. with fucking bank cards. So. Yeah, and no one's allowed to join, uh, <laughs> nobody's allowed to join trade unions there, so it keeps Well, they're telling people not to use fucking cash now anyway, so... Yeah, but it's... it's, it's become, fucking stupid. It's become a motif that's associated with us. Motif? A motif. It's like a, a, yeah, you know, an image or a, yeah, like a, a thing which is just, yeah. A, a motto. Yeah, like, yeah, like a, a visual motto, exactly. Right. Well, that's probably worth Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Oh man, I wish him all the best. I know he's probably, got, he's probably got some coin for that. That's going to see him and his family wife for a long time. Great. No. But he is fucking annoying, isn't he? He's very, <laughs> yeah. very annoying. I really hate those adverts, like, that's, that's the price, duh. Like, is he, is he pretending to be like, Why does his eyes look different directions all the time? He's, so he's, was so, I, yeah. he's so inbred. But he's, <laughs> but he's like... Uh, he looks I, like that dude off uh, The Office, uh, Gareth Keenan, with, with the bulgy eyes. I suppose so, yeah. I mean, I, would, I, I wouldn't... And he must be inbred as well, because he's from like Cornwall or something, I mean, oh. or Bristol. Whatever. Speaking of which, Mackenzie Cook, who plays Gareth, he, he had this on TV show, I think it was BBC4, called Detectorists. It's about, he's a metal detector enthusiast. <laughs> It, you know, it was very sort of placid, feel-good sort of telly, you know, like it was all shot on nice sunny days and there was like local... It's actually him, was he, like, you know, he, he acting? He acted in it and he so was... like a Jonathan Creek thing, like he, he's a metal detector and a, no, a crime he solver. No, he doesn't, doesn't solve any crime, he, just he just collects metal. Small town life, and as it happens, it's centred around him and his mates who are like... And they've got some other guys who are also metal detector enthusiasts. This sounds shit. It, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. What? He, What's he, good he, about he, it? It, it was just made, it was nice. It just made you feel nice. Mackenzie Cook wrote it, directed it, the whole shebang, and was in it. And it was quite good. It's just him collecting metal. <coughs> Some of the time, yeah. Other, other times he was chatting with his girlfriend and going to the pub. You know, <laughs> just like normal human being type stuff. Right. It was well, is that normal, is it? Normal to collect metal? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've got a point. You've got a point. Anyway, sorry, what the fuck were we talking about? Yeah, the, the Asda guy. Do you think he's pretending to be, like, like sound even, like... No, he's, he's, he's actually he's inbred. He's you can't, it's not fucking, he's not got, you like, a, a mask on, has he? That's like, Asda Price. Do you think he talks like that? Like, yeah. In real life. But he probably Look at his head. I think it's said in his... He looks like, like that's what he talks like. Because I Googled it, I was like, who is Asda bloke? And then, <laughs> did you actually and then do it this? said, did you mean who is the bloke off the Asda? Did you actually Google it? Yeah. Because you want to kill him? No, just, I thought, well, who is he? How, how did he get this, this gig? I 
think we're more hungry. How did he get the job being on the adverts? What what prompted them to pick him? Anyway, I think I'm pretty sure it said something like he was a musician or an MC as well. It's like, what? He's like, I talk like a, a surprise. It's like, I'm like, the other duet was Scott Munchon. Yeah, I might be thinking of somebody else. Like, don't quote me in this, but I think it might have said he was an MC. I was like, are oh, you fucking kidding? Because he can't talk like that when he's MC. Surely. Surely. This is a great tune as well. Uh, yeah, so that's the guy we've had him. We, he wasn't even on the list. Uh, no, he, he wasn't. Why did we get talking about that? Oh, yeah, because of the fucking racist knobheads being angry about Sainsbury's advert having black people in it. Yeah, yeah, people are just stupid, aren't they? Oh, you know what else I'll put on this playlist, which will come on in due course? Is, it, is, it this, is this the, the podcast today? We've just got to talk well, about the music we're what? putting on. We could yeah. just show up, couldn't we, and just like play the, play the playlist oh, and just say, listen, listen to this. If people are coming back for this, and some people, believe it or not, actually are tuning in for like multiple times and tuning in, not tuning you know what I mean, listening. They, they wouldn't want us to just sit here in silence listening. Well, maybe they would, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But uh, yeah, the other thing is, I, I heard on uh, Six Music the other day when, when, I, when I was driving. It was t- It was yesterday. It was T-shirt day, right? Which <coughs> basically, t-shirt then. well, band T-shirts, right? So people just send in pictures of themselves in the band T-shirts, <laughs> and they played records by them bands. Ah, right. And it was good. I mean, obviously, I didn't like all the bands, but it, I liked a lot of them. Someone, um, someone sent in a picture of themselves in an NWA T-shirt, yeah. right? And Sean Keaveney, who's quite good, he's on an, he's a DJ, yeah. he's on in the afternoons. I quite like him. He played 100 miles in running. Uh, by NWA and I, I think I had to get out of the van but I know there's a hell of a lot of swearing at the end of that and when, when I got back into the van it, it had just finished and he was talking about like complaints and I was like did, did you really play the, the well, he didn't bleep all the, the words I, I missed that bit but I, by the sounds of it he'd just gone oh fuck it I like this tune and just played the whole thing fair enough and uh and, and oh that, that, that reminds me I'll just quickly finish because yeah. I'll forget otherwise anyway so two things first of all respect to Sean Keeley especially if you played the uh, the unbleeped version. I didn't. Even, I don't think there is a bleeped version of 100 Miles and Running. I've never heard it. There's, I've never heard it on the radio. You'd have to bleep up the whole song, wouldn't you? Especially the end of the instrumental. Especially the. Well, I don't think there's that much swearing. There is right at the start, yeah. but that could be missed out. You know, you could cut that and then just play one to start rapping. But um, the bit at the end, it's like a good five minutes of like what the fuck is shit, fuck, 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 fucking page, fuck, and it, it's great. But I was struck because I've not heard that song in ages. First of all, I realised something I didn't realise. Cube had left by then. He doesn't rap on that. He's, mm. he's already gone, uh, and it's really fucking good. It sounds a bit like Public Enemy in yeah, terms of production. It was good. It's right. a fantastic record. Uh, so that's on this playlist too. And you, you like me, can read. Uh, listeners can discover it, or indeed we discover it, and just yeah, bear witness to what a solid piece of fucking production that is. It's a good fucking track. Yeah, much, sens- much censorship. Than- most people than I remember. were crying about uh, the Pogues as well, weren't they? Oh, because the uh, they're not playing it because they say faggot in it. Well, that's the thing. It got the well, let's snowflakes because I wanted Booji Bonson to get Christmas number one <laughs> with his song "Boom Bye Bye" in your batty boy head. Yeah, but that's not going to happen now, is it? Yeah. That is my favourite Christmas song. <laughs> it's such, such a Warms the cockles of your heart in the end. Do you know that used to get played quite a lot in the village? Like, like I, I, the game? Boom, bam, boom, boom, bam. Yeah, I, it, it was kind of reclaimed. For, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, as rappers do with the N-word, yeah, they yeah. basically said, no, this is a groove, we're going to dance our... It is a good song. We're going to dance our gay asses off to this. Yeah. 
Uh, you, you, we're having this. We're having the group. Uh, I went. Some of the best hip hop nights I go to, and I didn't go to the village a lot, by the way. But you know, you could, you had certain like mixed venues where, you know, it's like more like a, a student night with gays. Uh, and and Tribeca used to be a really good one, and the hip hop was excellent. And then we'd also play a bit of ragga and dancehall. And uh, I heard uh, yeah, boom bye bye there, and the whole crowd just it's like going, shooting, going nuts to it. And he he, he booed you back and actually apologised. Yeah, yeah, he said, you know what? I, I don't know what. I have such a bean. Fair my play to him. Fair play to him. Why did I have such it's a bean? Like, see the shooting though. I listen to it still. No, it is. It is. And there's, there's in the so, living room, saying batty boy hair. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean it. Yeah. I don't. I, don't I, 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 I do. Ironically, <laughs> but, um, but no, there's quite a lot of hip hop stuff I listen to, which has got like a homophobic. Uh, aspect to it. It's not usually yeah. my favourite tunes, you know. I, th- I think if people come with a specific bigot and axe to grind, it's it's a bit labored. It's, it's and maybe a, it's, it's, they're gay themselves, like that uh, Mike Tyson thing we saw, where in his podcast there's like really shit rapper on it that I've never heard of. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's saying, always just got homophobic lyrics, and Mike Tyson's like, Do you so, think you're are you saying all these things because you're a homosexual yourself? And just like stares at him dead scarily. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, when I was talking to the guys like uh, <laughs> shit himself. I, I and Mike basically said, "Are oh, you doing this because you're gay?" And the guy basically went, uh, "Maybe I am gay." Because you know, Mike Tyson says that. Yeah, I've got nothing stuff. against gay, but are you gay? <laughs> Have you got something against gay? Yeah. Either way, I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh, the guy who's the guy who's interviewing who basically said that, like, "Yeah, but probably I'm gay, Mike. You're right. I'm gonna stop doing the story." But uh, yeah, he's probably. Um, Probably what it is about the gays that he dislikes is the way they keep, you know, shagging them up the arse. You know, just, um, ha ha, just a joke, just a joke. What was he going to say? I've no idea. I can't remember either. I think we're going to have to get on politics, man. I, I, I wrote so too many things down about uh, politics. Pretty Patel, she's a con. Pretty Patel is horrible. Like, what, you know, like, apparently, like, uh, you, sorry. if you work for her, like, you knock on her office door, she's like, who the fuck is it? Like, you know, it's just really... why people are so uh, surprised she's a bully. Mm. This is a woman who wants to uh, dump refugees on, like, some fucking island and let them all starve to death. Yeah, or just let them drown in Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, right. have the Navy, like, point guns at them. What? That woman is also down. a bully? Wow. Yeah, but you know what it is as well? Part of the reason I think she's so uh, belligerent at work and the way she's just, like, so... St- She's completely out of her depth. She doesn't know how to do the job. Just like Boris himself, actually. He's responsible, ultimately, because he's not only put her in this position that she's not capable of doing. Even You know, it's not even like in a Theresa May, like, what I'm horrible. What does she even do? She's just, apart from being horrible. Yeah, well, she, she just tries to get headlines. She tries to get headlines. Like, you know, people who uh, read the mail and the... the uh, what do you call it? The Express and that and Telegraph are like, oh well, yeah, she's she's one of us because she she'd rather watch like that's pro- it. Pro- yeah. She's basically drawing. just being used as like a child of an immigrant being yeah. racist. And like, look, even even brown people can be racist, so we are right. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's really horrible. Um, but I think ultimately the responsibility for the way she's fucking up it's down to Boris Johnson. He's, he's promoting people to his cabinet based on how slavishly loyal they are to him. And it's like when he comes today, he hasn't really got an agenda of his own. Because how many people have quit over him? Yeah. Like even this dude that did the inquiry into Pretty oh, Hitler. Yeah. He's like, oh, fucking quitting then. If you're not going to fucking reprimand her. Yeah. I mean, if they said, like, yeah, like, she's breached the ministerial code of conduct grossly. It's like the, the long and the short of it is she shouldn't be in this job. And he's like, well, I'm going to ignore that. He's like, what? 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 You know what I mean? What? 
what a twerk. So, um, first time I heard this track, what's on now, uh, this would have been, you know, you know, you want to pause it for a toilet break, actually. Yeah, you can. So I'll just very quickly tell this story about the. Uh, this this is a band called Simande or Simande. I've heard of them. Yeah, she's called Bra. Uh, anyway, I must have heard, first heard this, I don't know if you remember, the, the Arch in Hume. It's near yeah, that yeah. church, which is near the, the actual, you know, the bridge, the Arch. Yeah. I was in there, and it was a great night. And I was like, to the DJ, I was like, I, I must know who this is. This yeah, is this album, I first heard at that uh, pub you were working at, that was, uh, only had one customer, which was me. You remember near uh, the font and that? I do. There was like a record night there once. So there were two people, it was me, or you, working there, and then a guy playing records and he was yeah. playing that. I think he was called Hector or something, that guy. He had some good records, that was a shit club, but it was, yeah, good music. I was going to get some booze out of the, uh, out of the old fridge. I'll tell you what, we'll pause it now on fucking off 40 minutes. Yeah? Yeah, we'll pause it now. And we're back in the room. It's working now. It is. I'm just worried. I think we might have lost about two minutes there somehow. Well, because we're on about 40. It's fine. It's definitely I thought fine. we were on 42 minutes Maybe before. that's what you think. Well, well, we'll listen back to it. We'll find out what's what. Worst case scenario, folks, you might have lost one and a half minutes of us talking complete the best shite. one and a half minutes of your life, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not, what like she all, said. not like all... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I said. She she disagreed. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, I saw... Uh, I know I just said we're going to do the shout out and chat about the footy and then wrap it up. I've just remembered what the other thing I was going to talk about was. Do you remember uh, last, last not last week, but last time we did a podcast? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, do you remember how incredibly drunk we were? I can't remember because... Because we were very yeah. drunk. Now, I, I, I've, we've listened back to it. I don't think it was a terrible podcast. I don't think it was, a, I don't think it was the best one we've done. I think it but, was. But, well, it might have been. I mean, it's hard to tell, isn't it? The reviews but, say so. Yeah, well, yeah, but since uh, Brad Reynolds and uh, Ryan Pitt of, of Hollywood have been in touch, uh, they're buying Wrexham as well, them, them yeah, two yeah. as well. Uh, well. That's football chat, that's for later. Uh, anyway, I think that's the drunk, as drunk as I ever want to be when we're doing this. And I'm very, I'm very glad that this week... The first 40 minutes you weren't. The last... 20 minutes of what we're going to record now, I'm getting... We're getting uh, a little bit drunk, we're nowhere near as bad as we were probably last, not, last no. week. We, we, we came to a whole bottle of uh, Johnny Water Black Label last time. Not not all during the podcast, but most of it. Yeah, and the beers. And the beers, and some cider as well. Oh, man, I was, I was wasted. But anyway, it was fun. I, I'm, I'm just, I just want to say I'm glad we're not that wasted this time. And I never intend to get quite that wasted. Because you remember, we, well, we did, we actually started recording a, a third segment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because we, we wanted to talk about, and it's, it's a complicated issue, we're not trying to like fuck anyone off or, or, or be shitty, but you, obviously, yeah, trans stuff is, it's it's big at the minute, you know, social media, there's a lot of debates and arguments going on. We were going to focus purely on like the idea of including trans athletes in sport, like i.e. should trans women who were born biologically male and, you know, the bone structure and musculature of, of men, they're being included in women's sports. We were like, well, we think this is a more complicated issue than a lot of people are paying, atten you know, paying yeah. attention to. Because your instinct is to go, well, look, trans women are women, just treat them like women, what's the problem? And it's like, well, in certain cases, like in sport, like say in cycling or boxing or cage fight or whatever, or indeed, it's a, not in so much in sport, but say in prison, you know, like if, like a, if a male criminal, possibly a violent criminal, says, 
I'm a woman now. Is that enough to put them in a woman, woman's prison? It's many about sport, wasn't it? It, it was, yeah. So I've just given another example of where actually this probably warrants a little bit more analysis than just going, look, the women just just be nice to them. You know what I mean? Although I want to be nice to everyone. Anyway, so we you drew me drew me attention to a podcast by Ross Ross Ross, Ross or Ross Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker, who's South African. Don't hold that against him because we've been horrible about South Africans on here, but we were just joking. Only white ones. Yeah, well, he's white South African. I don't know if he is actually. He sounds like it. He but... definitely is. <laughs> uh, he, he, anyway, so Ross Tucker is a very intelligent guy who's done a pod. We we included. I've included the link to the podcast in our Twitter page, which is the Real Science of Sport. Yeah, and our Twitter page is oh uh, at we got a three exactly we got a three so that's it's one of them ones where as I've mentioned before you come up with the Twitter name you're like well that's concise and easy to remember then you realise when you're reading it out to people you're gonna have to do what I'm doing now it's uh, at we got a which means capital W small e big G small O small T small T small A we got a then the number three we got a three. Don't go on, we got a, we got a one, or we got a two, because fuck knows who those people are, but it's not us. Uh, anyway, so on our Twitter page, where you can also find the record of all the playlists we've done and various other bullshit that we've had to say for ourselves, uh, we've included a link to this uh, podcast by... Uh, well, Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker, and I think he's been interviewed by another well, guy. He, he does, he's the main, he, it's his podcast, but it's the, him the, and the other guy, it's always those two. Got you, but the, the other guy, I can't remember his name, but he's there basically asking questions and yeah. prompting, and it's, it's as if like Ross Tucker's being interviewed by this guy. Yeah. Having said that, they're both creators and, and yeah. the makers of the podcast. It's a lot more professional and, well, just better. We were going to talk about that, but then we figured we should just tell people to well, listen to that. Exactly, because we, we started trying to, like, cover the entire, like, spectrum of the trans debates, because it's more than one issue. It's under this, this one umbrella. And we are, like, despite jokes that we make, we are very clearly correct and tolerant and want to be nice to everybody. But we think this, this warrants some analysis. It's sports, definitely, yeah. Especially in sports. And look, it's a fucking good podcast. Uh, the Science of Sports. Because he breaks it down. He is an actual scientist. Like, he knows what he's on about. Yeah, and he, he breaks it down really well. He does. And he's, he's so kind and, and tolerant and polite yeah. in what he's saying. He just raises some questions, which a lot of people, I think, would prefer to prevent on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, they want to be PC and they want to be nice. Uh, but at the same time, there's certain lines that you... You, you need to think fucking carefully yeah. about crossing. Anyway, look, it's a great podcast. We wanted to do that, but then we were too pissed, and we just, well, we, just yeah. turn into impersonating Oscar Pistorius and yeah. making well, jokes about and, 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 and it's probably a little bit out of our lane because our lane's basically just you know talking bullshit and you know make, making some points occasionally, but you know we're, we're just kind of having a rambly bollocks chat most of the time. But we've included a link. It's You'll have to scroll down a bit because it's from a couple of weeks ago, but the Science of Sport podcast about trans athletes. Sorry, I'm banging on the table again, uh, which I tend to do when I get drunk. Uh, hopefully that didn't get picked up on the mic. But the Science of Sport podcast, the particular episode we're talking about, there's a link to it uh, on our Twitter uh, page. And yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And as I say, we the reason we didn't include our segment talking about it is good. Do you remember how fucking pissed we were? Yeah, we, we kind were of. Trying to make sense and just trying to like have points and things. Just remember the next day. Yeah. So we it's deleted horrendous. that, and it will never. It doesn't exist anymore. We'll never see the light of day. But we strongly recommend listening to the Science of Sport podcast. Not just that episode, lots of them, but that episode in particular. I found it very eye-opening and interesting, and not at all 
as I'm sure some you people go, well, no, you know, uh, we got it. Yeah, they're the, the hip, young, amazing podcast that all the kids are listening to because uh, they're great. And then someone will go, well, you know, do you realise now they're transphobic? And that'll be it. That'll be it for us. We'll get cancelled and everything. And we won't be able to tell the difference because we've only got about five listeners anyway. Well, the thing is, we're not transphobic. You're doing the tappy thing again. I am. I can't stop it. I'm, I'm going to put my hands... Sit on them. On my knees. That's what she said. But, but, but we're not. We're obviously not, are we? No. Uh, we just... Just listen to the fucking that other podcast that we've linked to on our Twitter but also page. ours. All right, I mean, you're listening to ours now. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear us say that. But yeah, keep listening. Uh, anyway, that, that's that. Uh, some shout-outs, I think, are in order. Yeah. I've got some. Uh, I'll, the same ones as every week? Mostly. Uh, so just to whiz through, uh, Alec, um, uh, Dave... Aussie Alec. Yeah, Aussie Alec, uh, Dave, uh, and your fitness is that you're married to. I can't remember Dave. Hello to you. Uh, we didn't do any shout outs last week because we were too drunk, but uh, you have they've been in touch there where's your shout out? So there you go, there's a shout out. Also to Mr. Adam Webb, uh, who's Malligator on Twitter, who came up with some fantastic cheese. It was a really cheese. Shit bleepy computer. See, one, I man. loved that. Adam I, Webb. I, I, knew, yeah. I knew you'd hate that. I don't know, you're, you're probably really nice, but. Yeah. Next time, uh, put something better on the playlist, please. Well, he, you know what he's also done? There's, on this playlist, what we're listening to now, uh, he, he, I've put another one of his suggestions on. It's uh, Doom and... Me- uh, no, no, Doom and RZA. Now he said Method Man. It's Doom and RZA. And it's... it's that, that already sounds better than a Bleep song. It's a tune you will like. I mean, we might not hear it on the podcast because we'll either talk over it or we won't get around to it, but it's on the playlist, which, again, you can find on our Twitter page. Uh, there's a link to the Spotify playlist. We've got tons of playlists and it's all got good music on. You might notice that some of the playlists like tunes repeat and that's because we're drunk. You know, that does happen. Uh, but we try and put different stuff on each week and we, we think you're going to dig at least some of it. Check out the uh, Doom and... Uh, RZA. RZA, not Man. <laughs> RZA. The track, uh, which I can't remember the name of. It's on the... Just listen to the playlist. It'll be on there. Exactly. Uh, so thank you to Mr. Adam Webb for those suggestions and others which I'm not going to use because either I didn't like them or they wouldn't be appropriate or we don't have time. I really enjoyed uh, 10 million tons of shit. Uh, that tune, I can't remember who that's by, but I, I've not included it because we're pushed for time. We've only got 10 minutes left. It's not going to happen. Uh, hello to Sai and Debbie too. Uh, De- Debbie's size misses. She puts on Sai back. Oh no, different Sai. Right. This is a big tall man god, Sai uh, Frazier, Laser, Glazer. Right, okay. I can't remember. He, he, he's, he, he's on, you'll have seen him on Twitter. You might even have replied to him on Twitter. Okay. Maybe, Maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. He, 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 he digs our shit and he's a good guy and hello. Uh, Marty and Eamon, uh, as usual. But also a big hello to Pretty Dirtball Records in New Jersey, in America. Now, they're probably not listening, but they reached out because they're trying to promote their shit, we're trying to promote our shit. They probably are listening, though, aren't they? Well, they, they, I, I hope so. I hope they're listening. I, I bet, here's the thing, you send us a link to their tune called uh, Don't Lose That Number, I can't remember the name of the artist. We've included that tune on our playlist, too. And as I said in my reply to them, I listened to it, it's like, it's not really our bag. It's not the type of thing me, me or Tom would necessarily listen to, but I think it's a solid piece of work. It's aiming to be kind of a club hit. Like, I, I, what it reminded me of is like some of that Jar Rule stuff, like in the, I guess we're talking around about 2000, uh, where it was like, he was rapping, but it was, it was an American sort of club type hit. Uh, I, 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 maybe I'm doing a huge service, but it seemed like that's what they were aiming for with that track. And it, I think they did a pretty solid job. Not particularly my bag, 
but we've included the track because we're just glad that you've been in touch. Like, thanks for reaching out. Anything we can do to help you, hopefully you can help this, us. This is them. Um, oh, here we go. So yeah, not, as you say, my usual cup of tea, but thanks for reaching out and I hope you're really successful. Uh, yeah, totally. So yeah, listen we've, to them. And we've, we've got about, like, we've got, we're increasing in listeners all the time. But Some of them will love it and buy the shit. Yeah, we haven't got many listeners, but we're, we're putting it out there because respect. Uh, yeah. It was great chatting to you on Twitter and wish you all the best. Right, uh, shout out to uh, Cy Beg, the other Cy. Alright Cy. I don't think he listens to it. Uh, he only listens to the ones he's on. I don't know who does listen, the only person I know who listens is uh, Larisha. Uh, Alright Larisha. Who's in London via Rotterdam. So yeah, shout out to her. Alright Larisha, thanks for listening. We've you know, been talking a usual amount of shite and I, 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 I don't know if many girls, women are going to really, I don't know many human beings honestly Tom are really going to dig what we're doing. <laughs> But, I mean, we could have spent lockdown, like, learning another language or um, doing something productive, but we, we didn't want to do that. We, we wanted, this is what keeps me sane, it's what I want to do, just talk bollocks. And anyone who is out there listening, just respect. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, so that's the, the shout-out's done, I guess. The shout-out. I know all there is to do. We've got about eight minutes to list, stops recording automatically anyway. But footy, football. like so sit, footy, sit, football. Footy, 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 foot, foot. The international breaks over, thank fuck. It is, it is. And you are on City, that is. So I'm, crack, I'm cracking my knuckles now. I've been banging on the table. Now I'm cracking my knuckles. Stop it. I, I'm just a nervous wreck, Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. You're making me a nervous wreck. Are anyway, you, are so you, football, yeah. You're, playing, Sp- you're playing Spurs later. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm I know you're pissed. Better, better call an Uber. You're um, is it in yes, London? City, what? Is it in London or is it in uh, Manchester? It's, Not that it makes much difference. Uh, it's at that, in there, that there, London. Okay, in sorry. that there, down there, that, uh, that, that there, London. At the home of the Hottenham Tot Spurs or whatever. Them. Alvin Sugar's team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I quite like Spurs, always have done, but I am. N- not many mank uh, either reds or blues like Spurs. To be no, fair. anyway, yeah, we're playing them. I hope we win. I don't think, I don't, I don't know. I'm pessimistic about this season. If if you if if yous were to score say first, yeah, who would be the scorer? Do you think? I don't know. I don't know who's playing. Oh, some some fucking the fan. You lineup. Are. Well, it's, the lineup wasn't out yet. It might be now. All right, let's have a look at it. Well, give me a fucking chance, mate. All right. Oviedo playing later as well. Oh, yeah, well, will he, will he be able to get on YouTube? I've tried getting yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, I, yeah. I, see, I've tried getting on YouTube here and I can't fucking do it. Do you have to subscribe to the channel or something? No, no. It's on there for free. Just type in. I'll, I'll show you later. Sound, sound. Anyway, it turns out you can watch Oviedo on YouTube. And the reason you should do this is because, well, it's a lovely place in Spain. And, and uh, yeah, what was we, we like them. We like Oviedo. Oh, line up. City lineup. City lineup, go on. So in goal we've got Scott Carson. No, we haven't. It's Edison, of course. Yeah. Um, I was Walt say. Walker, Diaz, Laporte, Cancelo, Bernardo, Rodri, Kev, Mares, Jesus, Torres. Oh, Sterling's not playing. Yeah. Right. So if so City would G- score first, do you think Jesus maybe? I'd say Torres. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we'll win. I don't think we will, but I'm just saying. If you were to win. I think we're going to win 3-1. Mm, I, uh, well, yeah, I could see that. I could see that because, well, basically because Mourinho is a boring cunt. But they're doing well this season. Yeah, they're not and scoring that many goals. We're, and so. we're not scoring, so. Yeah, but yeah, he, he doesn't like, he'd rather win by one goal than two goals, you know what I mean? He's, he's that kind of yeah. wanker. 3-1 City. 
Yeah, it's possible. And Oviedo will win without home against Fuenlabrada. Where are they from in Spain, Fuenlabrada? I don't know. Uh, Come on, mate. I'm fucking relying on you for the fact here. I, I'm I do know. I was just playing around. I, where, do you think they're, where do you think they're from? I think they're from Spain. Do you want me to tell you where they're from? I wouldn't Not mind. just Google this, I yeah, know. I wouldn't mind if you told me. I've always known this. Now, Fuenlabrada are from... Fuenlabrada. Yeah, of course, yeah. Which is an autonomous community of Madrid. So they're probably oh, called fucking Franco Bellens, they are. Well, I, I mean, was ever, I mean, is it true that, you know, um, Atletico Madrid, is it true that they weren't as pro-Franco or is that, is that something that somebody told us which was not true? I don't think they were as uh, pro-Franco as Real Madrid, but yeah. no one was. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah. I used to say when I knew, like, when I was just, like, a, a kid, and I knew nothing at all, like, people might go, like, what were you writing, Barca or, or Real? And I, I just like the way Real Madrid yeah, sounded. I, I hate Franco and I hate Real Madrid. Yeah. But I don't like Barca particularly. I like mm. the sort of fucking, what they are, the, the Catalan people. I don't... They are people, Tom. Yeah, but you, no, you, we can say that. You are the people. Catalan struggle or whatever, I've got respect for that. Mm. But... I don't think Barca really are about that. They pretend they are, and mm. it's all that more than a club motto. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying I think to that's think... that's a bit bullshit. I'm trying, they, I, I, they, I, I, they pretend to be something they're not. Yeah, I don't think you can draw, like, the direct... Part. Sometimes you think, like, that team from that country, you can think of an English equivalent, and it just seems it's to like fit. It's like they're holier than now, Barca. Yeah. You know, we've got this youth system, back, which is bullshit. They only had that one team yeah. when, like... Shavi and Yester, yeah, yeah, all yeah. them all came through at once. They're just it a, it was fantastic, and that's why they were so good. After, after that, yeah. they, they buy yeah. just as much as any other massive just, fucking football just club. Money, they're not yeah. more than a club. Just they're, they're just a typical, yeah. horrendous football club. Just, money, just like money anyone, pick. just like City, yeah. as much as I'm a yeah. City fan. We, we, we're like that now as well, but yeah. it's because to be successful you have to become that evil you need thing a that you hate. You need a shitload of money, yeah. I'm not like about that before. It reminds, reminds me of a line from a, a, a lion. Buff, uh, uh, no, it's a line from a song. Right. You know, I don't know if you heard of uh, Buffalo Springfield, but that was like Neil Buffalo Young. Soldier. No, it was like Neil Young and uh, basically most of uh, Buffalo Stunts by Nana Sherry. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, but way, way before, like, like really early. Good band, 60s band, you'd fucking hate them. They remind you of Catalonia. Well, no, the price you have to pay to be at the top table in football, or of many spheres, like, the line goes, finding what you've sought after all the time you've fought sometimes leaves you with the thought that perhaps you've just been bought. And that is exactly why... We are going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast next week. Oh, man, that was the other thing I was going to talk about. We should probably... We're going to have to stop in, like, now, because we've yeah. run, completely yeah. run out of time. We've got, like, a minute left. But I was I was going to say, before we got started, let's just listen to some random Joe Rogan pods, because they're so funny. No, I mean, because they're shit. Wow, you've seen that Gibbon on yeah, the moon. Yeah, or, like, uh, one Alex Jones is on there. Fuck me. Uh, like, you might think this is a shambles, and it is. You might think we're wankers, and we are. We're not as but have as you listened world. to Joe Rogan's podcast? If you honestly think that's better than us, then... Mind blow. You can fuck off, you know. It sounds you, like fucking Kermit as well. If you, and his stands up shit as well. Yeah, Joe he, Rogan, he is, fucking hate He's wank, he's got no skills, he's just a fucking tosspot. Um, Keep it on the moon. Joe Rogan's shit, this is better. You can't possibly disagree with that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening.
But we'll say bye for now. We might, might do a bit more later on. Well, we might not. We'll yeah, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye.